Welcome to the Heart to Heartland podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Heart to Heartland. I'm Isabel. And I'm Shona. And we have a few updates for you today. So Heartland is currently top five on the Audience Choice Awards for Canadian Screen Awards. And that voting period ends on Thursday. So you guys hear this on Saturday. So that will already be over. And so we're going to be waiting until Monday the 28th to see who made the top three. Now that goes until March 7th. So that goes for a whole week and that's it. That's the end of the voting. And we aren't gonna know until the first week of April. And we don't even know a particular day yet. So that's the update on the voting. So I'm very, very certain we're gonna make it to the top three. Like we were talking about It's It's gonna happen for sure. Whether or not we'll win it, like we're, it's, it's a hit and miss. Who knows? We really yeah. don't know. But and I think it's been fun because we haven't had this kind of thing in the fandom for a long time. I would it's say it's been years. Yeah, but it's like daily, like voting, like trying to get everyone to vote and like sharing, like I voted and all that stuff. So yeah, we've been going to the thumb gym every morning. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys so much for voting. Um, do your 100 taps daily, and if you have uh, more than one email, use that one to do some taps, too. Mm. And speaking of that, Aiden jumped on live, Instagram live. Was it Sunday? I think it was yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Um, and so he was on there. How long was he talking? So he was on there, and I come in during the middle of this thinking that my volume's broken. <laughs> Because I was uh, connected to Bluetooth, so I'm like, okay, my phone's on crack, so I'm trying to... And then everyone in the comments is like, we can't hear you. So Aiden's just talking, and we can't hear anything. And it was, like, the highlight of my weekend. It was hilarious. Yeah, like, uh, when I got the notification that he has gone live, I was like, oh, what's he up to? And I clicked on it with my phone, but then the like video was frozen and i was like is it my phone so i went to my laptop and opened the live on like instagram.com and it worked fine and i was like okay so it must have been my phone and then he was talking about like what he was up to and then mentioned the voting thing as well but then when he showed the other nominees uh just the whole thing muted and i was like is it my laptop? Like, what's going on with the, like, live? Because it's not working properly. So then he just went on and on, like, talked about who knows what for maybe four to five minutes. And I, we were trying to lip read and everything. And everyone's like, yeah. Ada, look at the chat. You're read the comments. <laughs> yeah. Read. And I'm like, in all caps, like, basically screaming at him. Read the comments. We can't hear you. It was so funny because I wasn't there at the start when the chat was so I show up and I'm like how long has he been talking to himself for <laughs> and you're like four or five minutes I was yeah, like oh and my god I was like choking like it must have been CBC they don't want to promote this I know so CBC's long. got like a hate list and they're like crossing people off lately it's hilarious <laughs> but. no but then he came back and he I I feel like he was a little embarrassed but like he was a good he's Adele it. Yeah, but he's He's iconic, so it was just hilarious. It was. It was funny. It was good to see him back. Yeah. And then off to other news, uh, season 15 updates, actually. Uh, Off Faith and Family in the U.S. will get season 15 March 17th. I mean, we knew that it would get added. or It's like a weekly episode air thingy. Yeah. But anyways, it starts airing March March 17th. And funnily enough, a couple of days later in the UK, Ireland, and Australia, I believe, they'll have season 15 on Netflix. So and it's going to be the full season, right? Yeah. <laughs> so do yourselves a favor and watch it on Netflix because of Faith and Family are a bunch of homophobes and we don't want to support them. So watch it on Netflix and then you don't have to wait. Yeah. Like 10 weeks. So that's good. Do that. I that's mean, plan. if you can watch it, do it. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Yeah. 
So Rave It Up did another Heartland cast interview this week, last week, this week, with Jessica Amley. It's like, it's very, very long, so I skimmed through it. So I'm not 100% sure what they all talked about, but it is available to watch slash listen to on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, apparently the description said, I also haven't listened to the whole thing, that she talked about her experience on the show and, you know, starting at such a young age and other projects she's been up to since, you know, Heartland, including being a court-appointed youth advocate. So that was interesting that that's something she's been up to. Huh. That's yeah. so random. I love it. Like, oh my God. who would have known? Still, yeah, she's still in LA, though, I think, too, right? Yeah, so I think so. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. And another quick update. Um, Amber did one of her rambling rides. Uh, episode seven this week and well she was explaining like what's going on with her farm mostly so if you're interested in that um, that's available and she just quickly mentioned like she's been talking to the producers or writers or something like that about the possible upcoming season so still no confirmation but you know the signs are there yeah, she, she mentioned some other projects that she's working on that aren't acting related, but sometime in the summer. So I don't know. I was kind of guessing maybe events or something. Not mm, sure. Possibly. Merch. Yeah. Magazine. Because she hasn't had a new magazine in two years. So. Yeah. But I think that's all for the updates. And uh, let's move on to what we're actually going to talk about today, which is something we kind of asked from you guys, like what episode would you want to watch? Like, how do should we narrow it down? And I feel like we've all been missing Georgie. So I picked uh, four different Georgie heavy episodes that I had to vote in and because it was a tie between uh, season 11 second episode highs and lows and I think it was um, season 13 episode 6 or what what was the other one I can't I don't remember. even remember at this point um you have it in the messages yeah but I was so you messaged me and you're like well which one should we do because it was a tie yeah. Where is it? Oh, 808. Oh, right. Which is the family tree. Yeah. And obviously I picked 1102 for very, very, very obvious reasons. So I don't have to explain <laughs> myself. Yeah. But, we'll, we'll get into it in a minute. But, yes. But um, it was fun that you guys joined this time and commented yeah. on Instagram. I mean, we've all seen it before, but it. I feel like it's been a while since I've seen the episode. Yeah. And it I, brought back a lot of memories. We'll get yeah. into it, but it brought back so many memories of when we first watch it and how, like, the like the atmosphere and the fandom. And, like, I was on Tumblr, for crying out loud. Like, yeah. it was so different. So we're going to dive into that in a bit. But we asked you guys um, on Instagram what your thoughts about 1102 are. Um, yeah. So we're going to... And it's interesting because back then, you know, obviously we didn't know what would happen next, but now it's like different because you know what's yeah. going to happen next and like, how does this all fit into the storyline? And because of Georgie-centric episode, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm in her room this week, so. <laughs> it looks way too real. It's crazy. Oh yeah. my god. Instagram comments. HL Horses said, I forget what a great episode this is all around. I mean, besides the heavy stuff, there's also a lot of humor and it works well. Classic Jack and Tim with the flowers at the beginning, the whole Tim and Mitch thing with the skunk, which I forgot about, and the computer scene with Tim literally forcing Peter to look up Fernand. Peak comedy on all those. Then we also get to cast Jisa and Fairfield for the first time in 10 years. But the best part is definitely Georgie's storyline. Alicia's acting just steals the show and they did the storyline so well. Peter is such a good dad and I love watching it. The kitchen scene gets me every time. It's so hard to pick between this episode and 9-10. Side note, seeing Ty is weird and then talking about how nothing will ever happen to them. <laughs> also bo bonus points for getting a general and a trooper mentioned in one episode. Finally, I really miss Mitch. All around great episode. Yeah, I mean, that could have been pretty much my commentary on the episode. I was just going to say, like, I agree with absolutely everything on that. Yeah. 
Then Stephanie said, first of all, Alicia did an incredible job this episode. The raw emotions she displayed felt so real. A few thoughts. The skunk plot was pretty funny and appreciated to help balance out the more heavier topic of the episode. I can't imagine what it was like for Georgie to talk to the man that killed her parents. I'm so proud of that character for choosing to speak with him like an adult and try to come to some sort of understanding. I think that really helped her with some sort of closure. The scene where she was talking to him and Peter was, I think, in the room, had me in near tears. They all killed it. Lisa and Jack's scenes were cute. Nice to see Lisa not in the kitchen. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna butcher this username, but she does. Do they just go by Lise or Liz? Lise, Lise, Ken, forever. God, I'm going to hell. Alicia killed each and every scene in that episode. Love how Jade made sure the family knew what's going on. Much needed lighter moments were with Jack, Tim, Lisa, and Fernand, and Tim, Mitch dealing with the skunk. Love how Jack, Peter, and Amy reacted to Tim's odor. <laughs> yeah. Then Dom Burrell said, I was angry at Jeff for not talking to her, Georgie, about mm. it first before sending the article. It must have taken such courage to go to the house to see him and then to accept to meet him, to hear him out. My heart broke when she told him how to be a good dad, which turned into expressing her love for Peter. And then the crying emoji. <laughs> yeah, relatable. Yeah. Now thinking back to eleven oh two, when would that have act? That was twenty seventeen when it aired. Yeah. Yes, October first. No. Yeah. I looked it up because I was doing Wait, a little. There? <laughs> no, that was season ten. Yeah, like a year okay. later. I was looking at like old posts and stuff like that, and. Heartland did really good that week for the ratings. It was the 19th most watched show on that day. When they used to give us ratings. Yeah. But um, I was doing some digging and um, I came across this uh, thing that I had noticed while watching the episode. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram oh. stories. Yes, I know and what you're it, talking about. Yeah, and so it was fun to look back now that, you know, ties past because it's giving me a whole new perspective. So this was a joke, obviously. But um, yeah, I had noticed back then that they had a little bit of a continuity error. Mm, very big one. Like, very, yeah. <laughs> it's very noticeable, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there was... A scene right at the beginning of the episode where Ty walks in when Cass is playing with Jasper the dog. Mm -hmm. And he's like watching her being like, ooh, who's a good boy and all that. And then there's a picture on the wall at the vet clinic of Ty, Amy, and Lindy from a scene that happens later on. So yeah. I was just making a joke that Ty is a time traveler and, you know. Oh my god, that's great news for the Graham fans. Yeah. That's great news, you guys. Celebrate. Like, Ty can travel through time. He's probably not even dead. He's probably going to come back in season 16. Yeah, like at some point he comes through like a some kind of loop a thingy. Portal. Yeah, yeah. A portal. And he's like, whoa, what year is it? Oh, 2022. Okay, I'm just trying to keep track because I've been traveling through wormholes and stuff. And like he that. comes back and Amy's like with Finn. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, I but, would watch that. But it was funny to um, go back and read some of the things that we went through back then because there was something else about Lisa. You want to share? Okay, so we're going to start back in the summer so that season aired in October and so they were filming in the summer and there were pictures like on-set pictures like everybody posts um that they were filming at Fairfield and it wasn't made a big deal and it should have been because we've never actually seen Fairfield before except one scene in season one one scene mm. in season one yeah. so it was literally 10 years in the making for us to see Fairfield, and it was not made a big deal. I'm mad because it really was a big deal. So cut to, what was it, July? So it wouldn't have been too long after I discovered that Fairfield was going to be in season 11. I was actually in Alberta, and I 
was with someone and we went to the ranch and they were actually, Alicia was filming some scenes for 1104. Anyways, I was talking to one of the crew members and they were talking about how they were filming at this really fancy stable the last week or so or the last block or whatever. And I was like, he couldn't remember the name of it. And I was like, Fairfield? Oh yeah, that's the name of it. You guys, I died. I died. That was the confirmation that we were getting Fairfield for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Totally not a big deal. (laughs) The worst part about this is that I also kind of thought that was happening in the premiere because they film at the same time. Yeah. And and come to find out that she wasn't actually in the premiere at all. So that was a very long week waiting for episode (laughs) two. And then uh, there was a tweet that was something like, because I don't remember what oh, you right. had um, posted earlier. I was probably earlier. complaining about something. I was probably complaining about how Lisa wasn't in the premiere. I'm pr- something like that. That's something I would do. To oh, which... yeah. Because <laughs> um, uh, the Plock Whisperer at the time responded to your tweet. And they said, that is so awesome. I'm guaranteeing major Lisa scenes in next Sunday's episode. Yeah, which is 11.02 Yeah, so I was, like, real freaking out about that. Yeah. yeah. It was good. But, like, this stuff was happening all the time. Season 11's my favorite year in the fandom, hands down. Because stuff like that was happening every week. It was crazy. It was it was a busy time in the career as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so what else had happened during that time? Yeah, Maybe. there was a um, fan-made poster. About... I think it was Beth who made it. Yeah. It? I think it was Beth who made it, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because last week we talked about Lisa not being in the poster. And she's in this poster a lot. Oh, very, very visible. So who started it? I can't remember who was the first person to ever Photoshop Jessica Steen onto one of the Hartley Head posters. But I know that another fan, Beth, started doing it at season 10 was it yeah so she was one of the first ones definitely yes and then season 11 happened and it would have been all of this happened around the same time where beth photoshopped jessica steen onto every single character's face on the poster yeah because there's ty lindy amy (sighs) tim jack and georgie uh no, no lou because she was gone a little bit. Oh my god, right. That's who the other one was missing. Oh, yeah, okay. and obviously okay. now Lisa, so. And when we saw that tweet about, you know, Lisa being in the second episode, right. we that's what we were thinking. Like, she's going to be in every scene. Like, Oh my god, right? And then it aired, and she had literally four scenes in total. So we're like, it's going to be a big episode for Lisa. The hell it was. <laughs> it was yeah. like... I mean, it's it's all together. Like, yeah, I guess, but yeah, they definitely made that to be a little more exciting than it was. But yeah, it was still a very good episode, nonetheless. Um, yeah. But I remember at first, Beth had just photoshopped Jessica Steen's face onto one person. I think it was I don't remember who it was. And then we're like, well, go big or go home. (laughs) Yeah. face on everyone and i don't even know how this happened guys but jessica steen saw it and apparently she wanted it to be yeah, on her she, wall or something she said that she's gonna print it and give it to her parents for christmas <laughs> and the heartland logo has like crossed uh, uh heart crossed out and says lisa land oh my god like we don't make these things thinking that they're gonna see them okay we make them for our own amusement so when i got like so jessica saw this i was like oh dear god is that a good thing or (laughs) yeah but i guess it was a good thing if she wanted that to be like like i wish i would have seen her reaction oh i die so i'm gonna read the actual comment that i got this is from heartland's key makeup artist And this was on Instagram, so I don't even remember. Must have been posted on Instagram, and this is what the comment was. I cannot remember that long ago, guys. I'm sorry. So she said, a friend of Jessica's is a stills photographer working on a show with Nathaniel. 
and showed her your post and she loved it. Since she's never been on a poster, Jess wants to print it up and give it to her parents for Christmas. Jess wants to thank you so much for your support. She should see, she should see the, was it season 13? Or was it, which poster was it? Was it season 15? 12. Was it 12, the really brutal one? 12 was... Because I think it was one with Luke. Because we were like, oh my we God, like right, Luke, they put... but like... I know, I love Luke. Luke, I really wish that he would have been around in season 14, but I'm like, why the actual hell is he on the poster? Yeah. Why? I'm sorry, but that's totally disrespectful to characters who've been on the show for 15 seasons, and you bring a kid in for one season, he gets the poster. Excuse me, you know how rude and disrespectful that is? I'm sorry, and I absolutely adore the character of Luke, and I wish you would have come around, especially for, like, Ty's funeral and stuff, because of the connection they had, but it's very disrespectful, sorry. Yeah, it's like, are you serious right now, like? Right? Okay, I'm gonna quickly pull it up here, you guys, so you can (gasps) see what I'm talking about. I'm just gonna, like, absolutely take everything with me. What's the DVD? Yeah. What the actual hell, people? And like, like even Tim Lou. Lou. Like, I know. Season 12. Why is Ty in there either? He wasn't in half of it either. What the hell? Like, anyway. So. That was really, that's embarrassing because at this point, it really feels like they're intentionally doing it. Honestly, it really does. (laughs) What else (sighs) happened during that time? Was that like. I remember because I had this, uh, like, not a big deal surgery back then like on the same it was a big deal well it was a big deal wasn't it it was a big deal for me because i've never had anything like that before so i like i was freaking out about you know going under (laughs) because i was like i want to see the next episode of heartland so bad like what if my heart stops or something like that (laughs) your heart stops and then you can't watch heartland anymore yeah so on the day it came out or like the I think it was Monday. I had the surgery, so I had no way to see the episode before, you know, getting home. So I just remember that was happening at the time for me. But I'm looking at my review of the episode for the first time, and it's two words. You want to know what they are? Jack and Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) No words. That was my original (laughs) review of the episode we're about to review, so... Is that a good thing? Like, no words or... Um, yeah, no. Like, definitely was, because that last Jesus scene was definitely, like, made it worth it. But at the same time, I was like, you guys really done hyped this up for me. <laughs> for what reason? But So, yeah. should we get into, you know, our reviews now that it's been, like, five years? Or what? Wait a minute. Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, 16th would be five years. Yeah. Gee, did I? Did that right? <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> are, are, we getting, yeah, are we getting smarter? or? Are we happening? getting smarter or are we just doing the absolute bare minimum? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, 11.02. So a quick like summary of episode 11.02. Georgie confronts uh, the man who killed her um, parents, the drunk driver who killed her parents. Mm. Um, Lou's not in this episode, but Peter is. Peter flies in to be there for Georgie. Jack and Lisa, how do I explain this? Some hot dude in France sends Lisa flowers, and I don't exactly know where Jack's mind went for that, but it ends up being a real estate situation because Lisa's broke. Um, What else happens? Oh, Tim and Mitch. Tim makes Mitch come all the way from Calgary to deal with a skunk that's apparently his fault. Yeah. I think I summed it up quickly. And Ty and Amy are, because of the Chorchy situation, they're thinking like, what if something happened to them? Like, who's going to be Lindy's guardian? So that's... And Caleb and Cass. Yes. So there's a storyline with Amy and Ty um, making Caleb and Cass legal guardians if yeah. something were to happen. There's a lot... Lots of good characters in this episode. Yeah, and a lot of things happening, but I felt like it was, like, all-around good episode. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like there was too much or it, something was rushed or... I don't know. Yeah, it was one of the best. And 
yeah the song at the end of it like absolutely like I'm obsessed with that song till this day because of that mm. episode do you remember which you remember the ending of it right yeah like through the fire Tro- yeah because Georgie's jumping and she's like done with her baggage or whatever yeah so what did you but, think about Georgie's storyline so this is I think I think it was uh HL Horses who said that this was like Alicia's best acting yeah phenomenal episode and I have to agree and the thing is there's so many of those with Alicia Newton because she can cry just like that it's crazy yeah. it doesn't matter how many times I watch 1102 that when she's talking to the man who killed her parents like absolutely just sobbing because I watched it again this morning yeah just like absolutely sobbing it's looks so she makes it look like it's super easy so I think it's very well my favorite Georgie episode yeah um, it must be mine as well I mean I was yeah. hoping people would pick this but of course I know, know I was when like, I saw the list I'm like I love it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and and I don't usually cry about stuff like if I've seen them once mm-hmm. I'm like I know what's coming like right I, but this one it gets to me and like yeah. seeing Peter's reaction because I don't think have we ever seen him cry with actual tears other than this I don't think so yeah so it's like no whoa. you're right he's we have we ever I don't think we've ever even seen that character cry if we're really gonna think about it yeah because he's been like stressed and distressed and like worried and everything but like I don't think we've seen him cry other than this have this could be like nothing but i feel like we haven't seen a lot of the male characters actually cry yeah especially with like like, tears tears. yeah yeah because there's always like that but like that's different oh except jack yeah jack season 14 when he was with lisa at the hotel like absolutely sobbing and then i can also think of 714 when yeah. she leaves and there's only one single tear and probably coming. like will's you know death and... yes so yes the character okay i love jack so much yeah and i think that it's because of sean like he's very emotionally yeah, invested strong. and so it's like oh, really really cuts deep when he's crying because it's like it comes from his heart so yeah 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 agreed what did you think about you know georgie slash alicia in this episode i mean amazing like like yeah. you said one of my favorite trilogy episodes and i also think it was like i remember back when it first aired it was kind of like we didn't know that this was gonna happen i think we kind of had oh. some teasers but it was like oh wow like they're actually going there That's like a good point did we know like was there Ooh. like was there an episode description? Like how much did we actually know? That's a really good. I don't think it's a really good point. T- not too much. Probably something like Georgie's facing a ghost from the past or something. Was yeah, I can't remember. On the next Heartland. That guy in the photo. He's a drunk driver that killed my parents 14 years ago. I looked him up online yesterday and I found some stuff. I'm gonna go see him. I don't think that's such a good idea. Heartland, new season, Sunday at 7 on CBC. But, Hmm. like, I remember, because it was both surprising and, like, whoa, what's going to happen? Like, what's happening? Like, But at the same time, I felt very drawn to the storyline right away. Because the episode starts kind of light. And then Georgie's like watching somewhere in the distance and Jake comes over and she's like, so where do you want to go? You know, riding. And then it starts to unfold and it, it's, I, I think they did it well. Yeah. Like, I think it was nice that we, I mean, I would have loved to see how Lou would have reacted to this guy. But at the same time, yeah. I did appreciate it. The scenes with peter and i love that jade was there for her and like i yeah Hmm. and jack as well i that's just it i wonder what the situation would have been like had lou been there and i'm kind of happy in a way that she wasn't because that was a very important special moment between father and daughter yeah I'm and I feel like there was more there would have been more chemistry in that scene being Lou and Georgie as opposed to Lou and Georgie Peter and Georgie as opposed to Lou and Georgie yeah and I think 
Lou would have re- really been protective of Georgie. Yeah. So I feel like like that's a good thing, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, I think this kind of storytelling gave more room to like Georgie's process of the whole thing and it was more quiet and like I would think that really worked well with the story and I I think the actor who played Charles like great casting like he had that you know could have been a punk (laughs) look but at the same time this like family guy vibe and I think he did really well with the scenes like the kitchen scene the emotional scene like and then Georgie having that nightmare sequence and it was like he was really creepy and I remember the first time I saw it I was like whoa (laughs) it was yeah exactly yeah Yeah, I the casting was done very well I agree for sure while I was re-watching it the episode now like when Charles comes over and Jack's like taking his contact information i was sort of surprised peter didn't have a bigger reaction to it like wait the guy was here like i wanted to talk i know to him. Was something like, he, like that. runs outside i yeah. i agree because like i would have also was hoping that conversation would have happened with peter yeah i mean i i do see no, why that yeah did and it, it could Jack. have been like a whole scheduling thing. It could have even not even maybe it was written in and they just couldn't do it for whatever reason. But I feel like that would have been more suited to Peter, like yeah. Peter actually having a conversation with this man. But at the same time, I did kind of appreciate that it they didn't go like really dramatic with this. It, it was kind of this like lingering feeling like what's gonna happen and then georgie has this like very mature conversation with the guy and it's like damn like this is good writing and i mean it's written by mark so oh my god that's why that's why it's a perfect episode mark's the best um that got me thinking because does two years not seem like a little bit too less for killing two people yeah because i was thinking that as well because but then he was like 17 or something like really young so i wonder if that was like because he was the first timer or 10 like that's an insult yeah but i find that sometimes with stuff like this like the sentences are like really not that long which is yeah it's a good thing that the character ended up being uh, like changing i guess yeah um and becoming an empathetic person because I don't know what their intent was by bringing this person in. Like, were they going to make him be, you know, an ass about it? Or is he going to be an empathetic human and take responsibility for his actions? So, um, it was, it was just, I also remember like watching her come down the stairs and she was going to talk to him. Like, what was she going to say? Like, yeah, that conversation. So it was like, the character and obviously Alicia too are both very, very mature for yeah. their age. Yeah, and I, I was thinking that because, you know, obviously this time I knew what was coming, but at the same yeah. time, it was like they could have easily made her be like, you know what? Like, yeah, I lost my parents. Like, you have the nerve or something like that. But I kind of like this because it wasn't like an apology. But no. it, it was like, uh, I think it was Age of Horses. Yeah. yeah. You said, like, it was exactly. some sort of closure. Like, it's like the same thing, sort of the same thing when Amy confronts Grady in season yeah. 15. It wasn't about forgiveness. It wasn't about whatever you want to yeah. call it. But it was just for, it was for the sake of Amy. Amy needed that to be able to move move on from certain parts of her life. Like, it's more for that person than it is for yeah and I think it was very I mean there was a lot of thought put into her like conversation overall but I I think what hit me was her saying something like I can't forgive you for something I can't remember or whatever it was yeah and then her having the conversation with Peter after she had the nightmare where she was kind of like, I can't stop thinking like how different my life would be had he not decided to drink and drive. And it's like, she must have felt like she had lost something, obviously, but at the same time, she had this Heartland family. So it's like, 
you know, life has a way of finding your path or whatever. Of course, she was must have been angry. But at the same yeah. time, she also, because there was like, I don't know, 14 years since the accident. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, can I really feel something that I don't necessarily feel? Well, she was confused. Like she yeah. probably had no idea what she should have been feeling. Yeah. And I also feel like it was extremely, I don't know, weird that Jeff just mailed her an article. Yeah. Like, are we in the 90s? Like, why didn't you just send an email and with a nice message attached to it? I don't know. Maybe just yeah. for television. But it was like, he should have protected her a little bit more from it. You know what I mean? Or at least yeah. been there for her when yeah, he gave her that. That Sorry, was one of the problematic. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, but I agree with what you're saying. Like, I wish we would have heard more about like Jeff, like maybe a phone call or something like like his reaction to yeah. it because he was old enough to remember yeah you know what it was what his life was. so I would have liked to also see it from and if he would have been there during that conversation between Georgie and Charles just stand like I don't know I think it kind of missed out a little bit by not having the character of Jeff there yeah because maybe and he would have been like you really want to see the guy like are you crazy like what probably would have got violent which yeah. <laughs> you know but that that's something I do wonder what we missed out on by not seeing the character of Jeff like some yeah. seasons when I was doing a little bit digging about this episode in like 2017 um Alicia had done a little interview about it or like season 11 and she mentioned that the scene in the kitchen with Charles and Peter was her favorite from this season and you know obviously I can see why and it's just like nice to kind of know very th- proud of herself, yeah incredible acting how old would alicia have been at that 2017 16 i would yeah you're right because we're two years apart i would yeah yeah, she would have been 16 yeah and i did wonder because for those who don't know the picture of her parents it's actual yeah actually her parents so i always wondered like is that weird to kind of see them there but at the same time maybe that helps yeah, yeah, to get the feeling out. Because you, like, you don't want to send your mind to that place, but I feel like part of acting is, you know, doing that. So she's looking at this picture of her real parents slash fictional parents yeah. and, and thinking about the time that they were, you could say, murdered, I guess. Mm. Um, and it's like the emotions that she's feeling, she's looking at a picture of her real parents. One note about Georgie's storyline, like, she's having or what I have left here is that uh, she's having trouble writing flame. Yeah. And that kind of made me think like, cause then Amy kind of wants to prove her wrong. Like it's not yeah. the horse, it's her. Like, obviously she's going through something with the whole charts thing, but uh, it made me think like, cause Amy did the course, like no big deal. So <laughs> I don't know if, if horse people could enlighten me about this like is it about the horse more than it's about the rider because it's like when you're competing if you know what i mean because amy could go to olympics and probably i know like why isn't she and why is georgie like you know what i'm saying like i personally haven't had that experience with a jumping horse and I don't know, and I feel like it's also different for every horse, too, because yeah. just like you, they have their different attitudes and personalities, so it can also always depend on the horse or rider, but we should ask Nina. Nina, Yeah, but that, I really want to know, because it's, like, interesting, yeah. Like, she yeah. did it with such ease, like, what's the difference yeah. between, you know, the rider and... and why, yeah, why doesn't no. she just do it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a very good point. Then we could talk a little bit about Amy and Ty and Cass and Caleb, maybe. Um, oh my god, it makes me miss Caleb and Cass, first of all. Yeah. And then talking about, like, maybe we're not ready for a baby. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's about to come a couple of seasons yeah. later. But yeah, it was nice to see Caleb babysitting Lindy and, you know, 
cast so yeah. being involved and yeah, I, I thought it was nice the way they did it like them adopting Jasper and kind of taking that yeah. step toward you know their future or whatever but then the only other note I had for them was when in the beginning of the episode when Ty leaves to work there's like this lingering zoom when he's at the top of the stairs and I'm like is he gonna die even though I'm no, I know oh he's God. not but I was like that's you got PTSD or something like or... No, why it's, it's almost like I really in my personal opinion I doubt that they've actually been planning Ty's death for as long as they tell people so that was made at a point where grandma's still on the show but yeah. it's like foreshadowing in a way yeah because it, like it was like almost watching the ghost of ty watch his family yeah now it's kind of creepy because he was like i'm going off to work and like send me everything she does you know lindy does if if, if it's cute or even if it's not cute yeah. and it's like he's not there anymore and not seeing those yeah. things and it's kind of like giving a different perspective yeah. to this two scenes and especially when they're like planning like what what if something happens to us and they're like no no nothing's gonna happen but you know in case it happens and I'm like wow yeah that was because I don't think they planned it so that was just a really yeah. strange shadowing slash coincidence but I do feel like Ty was always knocking on the death's door basically because knocking on heaven's door yeah <laughs> Because he kept having accidents happen to him, and like he was always the in danger. The universe was trying to kill him for a long time. Yeah, and it was like his nine lives ran out, and season fourteen happened, and it's like, especially you know, since the shot that he got, wherever he got shot, doesn't make yeah. sense. Or was it Amy who got shot, and it doesn't make sense? But it didn't. It didn't make sense either way how he died from it. But yeah, gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. If they supposedly been trying to kill off his character for however long they're trying to tell us, they did a really shitty job at it. I feel like maybe season 12, 13, they were yep. kind of like that was aware because yep. they, I think Luke I think it played a season 12. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I think Luke well. played a big bar, part in it, kind of them wrapping these like storylines. Mm -hmm. Well, not wrapping, but like. You know, bringing Luke, like, this older child for us to see how Ty would be with an older kid and them because starting to build the house. Yeah, They knew we were never going to see it, so they're like, let's pretend to build a house and let's give Amy and Ty a fake son for a season. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I happened because I just don't think there was a, any way they would actually build the house and have Amy yeah. uh, go and for I her. Really, like, but, I've kind of felt things were like lots of chemistry had ended between those two characters years previous but season 12 was dry <laughs> if you're going to talk about chemistry between amy and ty yeah so i feel like that's where a lot of things went downhill behind the scenes honestly because i think also with them working together there was drama and all, stuff like that yeah. so i feel like they were really trying to get every element of yeah. Ty and Amy kind of on the table yeah. and deal with that. And because they knew that the house was never going to happen, they could pretend like, oh, of course it's going forward. And maybe yeah. what if Graham didn't leave after season 12, they were kind of like, well, there's something wrong with the house, like construction problems and like prolonging well, we the... Well, we were never going to actually build yeah. the house. We know that because they don't have room in the studio for another set. Yeah. We all knew it was never going to happen. Like, if what I assume is correct, Amber was, like, completely blindsided by the fact that Graham wanted to leave. Because I feel like they really accommodated the fact that he didn't want to be in the seasons all the time. So they're like, okay, no problem. And then I think season 12 happened and then Amber was completely blindsided by the fact that he totally wanted to leave. Because, I'm sorry, but you can totally tell by on-screen chemistry yeah and know? i think maybe because i think every actor has those conversations with the writers before the season starts so i think maybe graham expressed like i kind of want this to be wrapped up so what do you got like what do you think yeah. should happen before you know ty leaves or dies or whatever 
the plan was at that point. The only way it would have worked is if they killed the character off. There was no other way. Yeah. There was no other way. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I hope one day somebody writes a tell-all book. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to know these things. But yeah, it's it's crazy. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about Amy and Ty's storyline in that episode. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any um, thoughts about that? Because I only have those notes. No, like, I, it's kind of um, obvious at the beginning where they're going with that storyline. Mm-hmm. So you kind of really, you already knew it was going to happen. So I, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about it. They Their storyline was definitely, I don't know what was least, the, the Jesus storyline or the Tammy storyline, which, anyways, but yeah. it wasn't an important storyline. So not too much to talk about there. Yeah, but was that particular episode. But I think it went well with Georgie's storyline. Like, it, of course, that would come up in a conversation yeah. with them, you know, at that point. Um, but as for Jack and Lisa, thoughts? Okay, so like I said, first Fairfield filming since season ten. Said I season yeah. one. Yeah, because so I lighting in ten years. I wrote down, was that the first time since season... Yeah, okay, so... It was a very big deal. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Did did we know what was going to happen, though? Like, were, did we have spoilers at that time? Because I'm trying to think, did we go in completely blindsided? Or did we know? I'm, I mean, about this Jack and Lee stuff? I yeah. think we didn't really know. I mean, we knew that... Um, Ty was going back to Mongolia, I think, because of the leak yeah. images from Chris oh my God. uh IMDB page from Mongolia, and we were like, are you kidding me? Like, the audacity. The aud- Once, we'll forgive you for that. Twice, never will we forget. We will be mad till we die about Mongolia yeah. too. Um, yeah, that was probably my least favorite part about season 11 in general jack and lisa hmm. so obviously love the last scene um and it's i was surprised i'm trying to think now and i recall being surprised about the fact that she's broke yeah and i was like oh my god same because i made like a meme about it when she's like i'm broke oh my god same like i posted I've that never all related to a character more never been so relatable it was great never actually been able to relate to the character of lisa stillman until she said that it was great um so that was nice and how jack was supportive and that's that's also the start of that whole arc for jack and lisa in season 11 Mm -hmm. um because that goes on to be an issue for the whole whole season literally yeah and it ends up them that's that start like two episodes later they move in together so it really that episode in that storyline triggered the whole arc. So um, it did start off slow, but Jisa really had a good season for Eleven because of that episode. As for what else is there to say? So, I mean, for me, one of the things when I remember when I first watched it was that, oh my God, not another I'm jealous of some other guy storyline. But I like that there was this twist at the end that, you know, Lisa was broke, and it was because of that. Because, right? yeah. And then Jack being like, "Okay, so I know this is kind of lame, but I, I'm kind of, I don't know, jealous." And but like, totally Googled him. Yeah, like they Googled this dude, and I'm like, "That's hilarious." That was a really, really funny moment because I also don't recall knowing where those flowers came from because there was a first look. Yeah, obviously. And so that first look included Jack bringing in the flowers, but I had absolutely no guesses of who it would be yeah. from. I like that it was kind of unpredictable, the storyline, but it yes. delivered. And I I wrote down that Tim knows Lisa's birthday because he was yes. like, it's not her birthday. I was like, oh. Aww. The first and like <laughs> only mention of her birthday, I believe. Yeah. Do you have a theory like when her birthday is? Um, like, am I gonna guess her zodiac sign? <laughs> um, so Jack's birthday is around episode six. Georgie's birthday is in normally the the, the season finale in the winter, like December yeah. or whatever. I want to say between seasons because we never see her you between know, so seasons yeah. celebrate. Well, 
it doesn't make sense because they like pick and choose whose birthdays like yeah. every and like Amy's birthday was in episode one they celebrated her birthday and that also happened in the season two premiere so yeah. Amy's birthday's in the premiere as for Lisa I don't know maybe we'll find out like maybe February or something like that <laughs> let's say March yeah so that would hmm. be off yeah it would be off season <laughs> yeah literally we're never gonna see it oh my god yeah. i mean i wrote down not that this is any special but lisa looked really pretty in this episode yeah because she always remember, does but i i just i i was like wow she's so pretty <laughs> yeah she is i remember because there was um you made i'm gonna butcher this word okay so you're gonna have to say it is it gif yeah gif no but it's like people say either gif or jif i'm team gif but it's just yeah gif yeah okay so a gif is basically a moving picture if we're gonna get down to it and you made some was it you who made them of just christine in that last scene for jisa i don't remember who it was but yeah i agreed speaking of jack and tim the someone mentioned the scene when they're googling fernand fernand whatever and they're like you stink and tim's like it's not that bad jack's like it ain't good you stink it's not that bad it ain't good i don't know i just love that moment i know it's such a small little thing oh jack the way he delivered that it ain't good just ain't good yeah (laughs) i like every character in this episode like i don't you know like i don't have complaints about any of the storylines because they all you know they all make sense and besides the whole very big continuity error yeah (laughs) but it's one of those traveling thing yeah ty traveled forward in time took a picture and then traveled back in time to hang it up at the yeah at his work place of employment it's the only logical explanation when this episode started i would i didn't remember what was going to happen with tim and mitch but then as soon as he went to the dude ranch i was like oh it's the skunk episode it's funny those two together it's funny especially when they actually catch the skunk yeah throws this hundred dollar duvet over top of it <laughs> and then he leaves and makes mitch take care of it which by the way i miss mitch so 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 much same i was like no and with the this facial is- hair too oh. like the best Nick hot stuff but like when he or mitch came to the dude ranch for the first time i was like what does tim need him for like i understand he's like bitter about him not doing the wintering thing properly like but he's doing all of it with the marshmallows and everything like what do you need him for and then she was like take it out <laughs> and i was like oh and okay he tells lou that he took care of it and saved 300 dollars. the hell you did <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i like that even though lou was not in this episode they had that phone call and everything like that like yeah. she was present so i really like that like even though character is not there like you can feel that she's part of the family so when did lou come back like episode four no five she wasn't in episode four no five i think five because i know for sure she's in episode six because that's the maggie's in new york thing and her yeah and that's the thing lou returns from new york only to find things are in- oh because episode five jack and lisa move in together and that's when lou returns from new york and complains about it yeah okay that's the one um yeah but she was gone a lot during the season i want to say gone a little very much during the yeah. season but yeah the only last comment i have for this episode is i think tim preferred mitch over peter oh absolutely so do i even though he was like being really an ass with him in this episode but it's like oh and then how he said thanks for your help trooper like that yeah and uh, i was watching this from the finnish streaming service and the translation for trooper was like boy like thanks for the help boy and i was like that's so stupid (laughs) that is very stupid (laughs) 
but yeah, I I really love this episode. I think it's one of my favorites of all times, like one of them for sure. It's see, I don't know. I love season eleven, and um, if we're gonna talk about like the best Jesus season, I think it's season eleven. Yeah, I mean, there's so much gold there. Like eleven oh six, Lisa, Lisa moving in, and like, well, so Lisa moves in. I'm just gonna stop there. No, I'm just kidding. And then that whole thing with the cloned horses in episode six. So Jack and Lisa have a fight and then she leaves. And then she comes back and Jack does a super romantic thing for her and then buys her a goat. Like, who? You can't top that. And then, <laughs> I mean, in your world, painting. no way. Yeah. <laughs> the whole painting thing, the really ratchet painting. What episode is that? Seven, I think, that Lisa's aunt sends a really ratchet yeah it's the sons okay. and daughters episode episode seven yeah and then 11 11 she they're on horseback like you can't make this up it was crazy like jack wore tights which is <laughs> i mean <laughs> if uh before the season began like you would have had to guess which one of these like things they have yeah. listed is a lie like yeah. jack's wearing like tight pants and Lisa moves in and like uh Jack gives Lisa a goat and stuff like that you would have been oh like none of these are real well the funniest part is goats are my favorite animals so Jack buying Lisa a goat you really can't top it and then we go to episode 15 and 16 which are very big for Jack and Lisa as well yeah and then the finale, Lisa finally gets her stone. Like, you literally cannot beat season 11 when it comes to that couple. And season 11. Wait, it, it's the season where Amy has that, like, performance for Lindy in the last episode, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And Amy doesn't want Lisa to get a stone the same day as Lindy. Yeah. Well, besides that, um, Alberta Dreams uh, reposted this video yesterday. Did you see it? Like, when Amy's performing and it's, like, uh, panning back from the family and it's like the focus on the scene is not on Jack and Lisa but they're there but still Jack or Sean goes in and he gives Lisa a kiss and they hug and it's like I didn't even excuse me yeah so go go say it because it's like such a sweet so moment and I think even if they weren't the focus on the scene like that just tells that they're in character and there's this like loving friendship between them and i i don't know i just love that the season ends with that well season 11 holds such is my favorite of all time and it holds a very special place in my heart because the finale that they filmed was one of those fans on set days just christine was there and i was there so that's another reason why i really love the finale because we're yeah. technically technically in the same scene together which is you can't top that i'm sorry yeah and i keep that, but you can't not for me and then i was also in a different season 11 episode like season 11 is my favorite and on that one um fans on set day what was it like episode 10 of season 11 is when i was getting a ride back to um the circus and i was sitting on script pages that's how i found out about what was going on with jack and lisa in episode 11 and i'm like just sitting there reading these you guys and like nobody's taking them away from me so it's like all right i took pictures <laughs> and i sent them to you yeah and you were earlier you were like did we know anything like you were I the insider <laughs> oh my god but that didn't happen until mid-season yeah, and then yeah. I saw that, and then I was like, I thought I was going crazy because Dan and Val are also in Eleven Eleven, <laughs> and I'm like, no, nobody's gonna believe this is happening right now. Yeah. What? Okay, I gotta quickly find that episode. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole season and that episode in particular hold a very special place. So the last thing you need to do before we wrap it up is watch that scene with Jack and Lisa. I'm going. I'm logging into the CBC gem right now. Okay. Oh, you guys, I love the stone finale. Uh, but a question for you, listeners. Is this, like, rewatching episodes something you want to see more from us? Like, taking part of watching them? Uh, I saw someone suggested that we would do it on Twitch. I've never used Twitch, but I don't know if it's... That. It's like what gamers use. 
Oh, like, okay. For like streaming, but I don't know if it's legal to play episodes that way. So oh, I don't know if I that's. I don't even know what it is, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, so I don't know if that's possible, but we like doing these episodes, like rewatching. But if you know, if that's not okay, something not you're interested in, then we're not gonna do more of them. But does anybody know what timestamp I should be looking for? It's or... like after Amy's performance, probably. After okay. Yeah, because they're standing outside. Do I have to Jack... watch the full performance? Or okay, this episode was cheesy when Amy was like, "I remember." Yeah, and then a couple <laughs> of episodes ago, she was like, "I don't remember anything when I was this age," because she was going to Mongolia, and people were like, "What about Lindy? She's gonna oh miss my... you." And I you was can't like, "Make this shit up!" Like, oh my which God. one is it? Like, pick, pick your side. Oh, that's so sweet. I've never seen that before. So Who told you about that? It's uh, Alberta Dreams. She... Well, that's a good eye. I've never seen that. No, but she reblocked it from Maddie. She's a Heartland fan. Also have a very hard time watching any episodes I was on set for, so that's probably why. I probably just skimmed through it. Because mm. they're not real to me. Any, I think you may agree with me. Anything I've ever been on set for, that episode isn't real to me. <laughs> That's just, like, I was there. I was seeing how it was made. It's not an imaginary world for that episode. I was there. You're, like, ruined. Yeah. I can't So it's a blessing and a curse, you guys, to be on set for things like that, because it it really did almost ruin my perspective of the show for a bit. I had to, like, separate those episodes from the ones that I haven't been on set for, because they aren't the same to me. Mm. They really aren't. Do you think that way, though, about the season 12 episode you're in i mean in a way because you know i saw what they did like mm-hmm. that's not georgie writing it was some guy with a camera and, like, and stuff yeah. like that. but like exactly. it was such a small scene so i can like separate it from the rest of you know what's happening Dang. i need to try to do that but it's like because i'll watch it and i'm like okay i remember what's happening in between that scene and that scene and i was like I was going to get a sandwich at that before they filmed that. So I I don't watch any of those the same way I watch. Yeah, because I remember from the episode I'm in, um, they filmed some scenes after we were going to leaving or going um, away. And um, there's this scene with Kim. Is that oh. the trainer? Yeah. yeah. Kim, Lou, and Peter. And they're at the at this porch of this like place that was there and i just remember my sister like saying to me i'm gonna go to the toilet <laughs> so that's the building does she went into the toilet so that's the only thing i'm thinking oh when i'm God. watching that scene that is absolutely hilarious what i think about when i watch this particular episode is i wonder where that shirt is because i haven't worn that (laughs) or seen that particular t-shirt since so i feel like i must have left it at the hotel or something because i watch that and i'm like where the hell is that shirt before we go i wanted to mention because we forgot about it in the updates aiden's on tiktok now and (laughs) he's doing this funny heartland related bits yes so if you're on TikTok, yeah, um, Aiden C. Morano. Yeah. So. He's doing a lot of those and they're I think probably all Heartland related. So if you one, yeah. get a kick out of, you know, Heartland and humor, that's that's the place to go. It's all over my for you page. All over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some interesting comments. Like TikTok Heartlanders are a very different breed like you can just kind of say anything and nobody cares like someone was talking about how amber was super rude to her and i was like okay give us more you can't just say that like it's <laughs> okay but there hasn't surprisingly been any homophobia it's kind of like if you're on aiden's page like why are you there if you're like being yeah homophobic? that's the same with alex too um Alex um, is on TikTok and unfortunately gets a lot of homophobic comments. So um, that's not okay. And there's a lot of people who ask Alex about Heartland and they don't like um, being identified as the person on Heartland. So, um, and they've said that many times on their account. So you guys should probably like stop and take no for an 
answer because if it's making a person uncomfortable and they ask you not to talk about it then you've yeah. got a problem and a lot of people just don't understand but that's not an excuse to be homophobic mm-hmm. um you just gotta educate yourself and uh but yeah yeah but um i think that's all for this week and we'll see you with something else next week and um yeah uh if you feel like it you can rate us on streaming services and that'd be great even a bad review every (laughs) review is a good review until next week keep your noses clean and your powder dry stay cool